We at Drunken Outsiders are a proper age to drink. We do not condone or approve of any underage drinking or any driving of sorts while under the influence. Please enjoy our episode. Hello everybody, this is Drunken Outsiders. I am your host, Ryan, and this is my co-host, Devin. Great. That's awesome. Well, we are here to talk about our newest subject, which is the Axeman of New Orleans. Have you heard of him? <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. Yep. Yeah, I have. Most people know about Jack the Ripper and Zodiac. You know, the people never actually caught, still don't know who they are. Yep. A lot of people don't know who this guy is, which is in the same kind of area. Mm. Less victims, I'd say. Zodiac had like 11... I think. I was thinking eight. Eight? Zodiac at eight? I could be I might be that. confusing him with Sun Sam on that one. Yeah, I could be confusing him with a... I don't remember how many Jack the Ripper had. That's for a future episode. But <laughs> the Axeman uh, was a American serial killer who... Oh. Obvious. What? Five. Five? Confirmed. Zodiac? Zodiac. Really? Five confirmed. I knew it was small. Huh. Five confirmed, two injured. But he's claimed to have killed 37. Oh, they always do that. Yeah. <laughs> Embellishing themselves. Yeah. But I knew. I, I knew didn't realize it was, was just five. Yeah, I knew he was small. I couldn't remember. So this guy's done better. Huh? This guy's done better. Uh, he won up to him. Yeah. <laughs> so- Fuck you, Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> Zodiac. Well, yeah. The Axeman in New Orleans was American serial killer. <laughs> That's it. No, it That's it. Like you said, <laughs> when you said it, I just thought of. Uh, I'm super serial, guys. <laughs> <laughs> South Park reference right there. Yep. Credit out the South Park so they don't sue us for that. Super serial. Super serial. Al Gore is the Axeman <laughs> So he's the serial killer killed six people and injured at least six others in the city of New Orleans, Louisiana between the uh, between the period of May of 1918 to October of the following year. 1919? Yes. Okay, just Good. making sure. Great. Fantastic. I'm not a math expert, you know. so. Well, I just... <laughs> I'd imagine it would be 1919. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, he mainly used an axe throughout his crimes. His various crimes. Um, well, an axe and like various other blunt objects that he would use. On a rare occasion, he used a razor blade. Like one of those... like The, the old time like single blade razor blades? Uh huh. I don't know why I was gonna say butcher blade. It's not a butcher blade. No, a barber's blade. A barber. <laughs> like you'd yeah. see at a barber shop. Yep. Not a butcher shop. It wouldn't be useful there. Um, <laughs> you gotta play that beef, you know. I very smoothly. Yeah. Smoothly, delicately. Delicately. Delicately play. It's <laughs> so stupid. Either way, um, yeah, we'd kill a bunch of people. Bunch of people. Six. And he targeted mainly Italian-Americans in the spree, which 
led to kind of what most people think would be like an ethnically um, motivated killing. Yeah, getting that so. a little bit. What? I would think so, yeah. The only I'll probably think so. It was just this certain kind of people. Big hate crime. It's a bit of a hate crime. <laughs> and so the identity of this guy has never been known. He's never been caught. Nobody has any idea who he is. So mm. anything to like say on how this guy would feel or how he would really operate mentally and all that, it's just conjecture because nobody has any clue who this man is. It's one of those really big true crime mysteries. And he'd be... Uh, he would really probably be not dead. be alive. Yeah, he'd be dead by now. <laughs> he would not be still living. God, he'd be old. Yeah, it's 2023. Yeah. It's like 104 years ago. By the time that this stuff stopped. Yeah. By the descriptions that people gave, he must have been like... I don't know. 30s, 40s? Mm. Somewhere around the time where you're like, prime of your life, you're, if you're heavy set dude tough enough to bludgeon a bunch of people yeah but yeah he'd be incredibly old he's not alive so you don't have to worry about that around here I wasn't worried I'm not <laughs> Italian so well I guess you know again there's a timeline of all of it yep timeline timeline <laughs> well it's I guess we'll start with the first victim. So, uh, oh, you're not going to start with his birth? His birth? <laughs> his childhood? Yeah. We'll talk all about his childhood <laughs> right before we get into it. I bet. I bet. You bet. He had a head injury around, around five or six years old. Five or six. And an abusive father. That's the crux of it. Huh? Abusive yeah. father. I feel, I feel like that's every serial killer. Most serial killers have that. A lot of them, but not all of them. But most of them have a head injury. Yeah, most of them do have the head injury case on them. Just weird. That's also coupled with, you know, abusive life. Yeah. Abusive or neglectful. Not all serial killers had abusive parents. Yeah. Per se. And you have the wacky ones out there who had completely normal lives like Dennis Rader. Or Israel Keys. Israel Keys? I think so. I might be wrong on that one. I know Dennis Rader did. But either way. It might have been a hard life. I mean, it's 1918. <laughs> and if it was later in his life, maybe like late 1800s. Yeah. It's a pretty hard knock life. Yeah. Not the best. <laughs> it's weird that it was before the Depression. Yeah, the Depression was like late 1920s. Like yeah. 1930s. Wait, no. It was in 1930s. Because yeah. it like ended right before we entered the war in like 1941. I thought that's what ended the Depression was us going to war. I mean, basically. It was one of the biggest factors into ending Depression. Well, if we have another one, we know what to do. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll just start another war. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, we won't join this one. We're just going to start <laughs> We're just going to sit and wait for a moment. Let it soak. <laughs> well, it's a depression happened for a good five years, and then 
Uh, let the long. depression That's itself. too long. That's too long. I think the depression went on for like three or four. Oh, that's way too fucking long. Yeah, after a year of depression, we're good. we're going to war. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call up Joe Biden myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. We need to start this war now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of your games, Grandpa. <laughs> you start this shit, or I will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, back to the case in hand. Yep. We'll go back to 1918. Way before the Depression. Not way before. But I mean, like a, a good, good while. Years, but, yeah. At least. May 23, 1918. <laughs> That's when this whole thing started. When a Joseph Maggio, Maggio I think it is. Yeah. Joseph Maggio and his wife were killed in their bed in the early hours of the night. The intruder himself had slit both of their throats with the barber razor. That's what it's called, the barber razor. Hmm. And then were lacerated afterwards with an axe. The killer had also left the bloody pair of their clothes at the scene and then fled. Their clothes or his clothes? His clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not going to put on their clothes. I I thought you said their clothes. My bad. You're good. It's okay. (laughs) So it kind of gives the impression they planned this, because otherwise he'd be running through streets naked. You never know. You never know. New Orleans. It's the 1900s. 1918. Wild times. Yeah. Crazy. But he uh, slit Joseph's throat, obviously, with the blade. But he caused more damage to Catherine. Because he slit her throat and then he, like, severely bludgeoned her head with an axe. Damn. So he's kind of thought that, you know, his intention was to go after her. Mm. Like most of these cases, the intention is the more brutality was enacted against women than men. Hmm. So it's thought that these men were just in the way that he didn't yeah. dispose of them. I bet he got rejected by an Italian woman once. Maybe. Could be a case for that. Could be a thing. God. I should become a detective. Right. <laughs> just sit around all day. I bet he did this. Because of this. <laughs> I know it to be true. And investigating it plays... Place, please, had suspected Joseph's brother of committing the murders, considering he was like lived right next door. But I mean, there was no evidence for it, and plus, he said he was completely shit faced coming home and didn't wake up until he like heard noises. Mm-hmm. And so that was about the end of the investigation. Not the end of the investigation, but it kind of went cold. Yeah. Until June 27 of 1918, uh, Louis Bessemer, I don't know how to say any of these names, I guess, and Harriet Lowe were... Actually, it'd probably be Basuma. 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 You're you're racist. Just kidding. I don't know how to say Italian names at all. Me neither. 
Nothing. My head itched. Your head itched. Okay. <laughs> well, Louis Basum and this Harriet Lowe were attacked in this apartment that Louis had behind his store. He was a grocer. He owned a grocery store, and there was, like, an apartment behind it. Wasn't the first guy a grocer, too? Um, that I could not find. Oh, or I just don't remember. Do you have that? That he was I a grocer, too? I hate to too? say it, but that's what Wikipedia says. <laughs> Anything we, Wikipedia says can be truth. It's truthful stuff. It's Wikipedia. Yeah. They have started checking it better. They have? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah, one time I... When they stopped asking for money or what? I don't know, but one time I put on the gamma radiation. Oh, yeah? Like, I went to the Wikipedia page and I changed it. This is how the Hulk turned into... This is how Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk. A minute later, it was gone. Oh, really? You yeah. changed Wikipedia for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A slab move, man. I like it. But I mean, it. they have people checking it all the goddamn time, so. Yeah. Wikipedia could be more true, but. I mean, they do give references and all that. Yeah. To, like, where they got this information, so I feel like it could be true. More or less. I mean, I do double check with other yeah. sites and all that. But I find our Wikipedia to be more reliable than others. More than FandomWiki.com, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, back to the story. They were killed behind behind the store in the apartment, and the axe was found, I think, beside the room or in the bathroom. And they were discovered by an early morning, like, the bakery delivery guy. So they were both found to be, you know, bludgeoned pretty good. I mean, her more than he had. And that will account for later part of the investigation. The axe had belonged to him um, in the end. Lewis? Uh, no, to... Yeah, it is to Lewis. Louis? Lewis. Lewis? I don't know how to... I was looking at this other guy, Lewis. There's the Lewis, and then the when the police started investigating, they first suspected this other Lewis, this Lewis Ubicon. Oh. He was an Afri African-American man who had been employed at the grocery store like a week beforehand. So that kind of gave him, the police a pause, saying, hmm, this guy just got here, and now this happened? Yeah. I mean, plus the whole racial profiling thing that's happened for like since this country was a thing so that probably affected that yeah probably you're looking at me weird like I yep. just said something stupid either way um, they had to release him because obviously there was no evidence to say he was yeah. a person and so for a while, that was that. He recovered. Um, she actually got attacked so bad that she has been, like, in the hospital for, like, months. Like, in and out of consciousness every so often. 
like one times she like when she was conscious it was like barely conscious like but then she like started blaming lewis like the guy she was sleeping with yeah and so cops started looking at him didn't she say he was like didn't one of the times she wake up and say he's like a german spy or some shit yeah, yeah, I was about to get into oh, that, too. Oh, okay, my bad. No, that's okay. I'm glad you brought it up. But before we get to that, I want to get to the point where they stop kind of trusting this guy as some regular dude because yeah. they started looking into him, and then he was attacked, and then they thought this Harriet was his wife because they're found together. They're sleeping yeah. together and all that. But then... Another lady comes around and asks about him, and they're like, who are you? And she's like, I'm his wife. (laughs) So just like, they all, everybody found out that this Harriet was his mistress. Nice. He's fucking her on the side while his wife was out or about. And all the newspaper and me was like, oh man, (laughs) what's going on here? And then Harriet, one of these uh, barely conscious waking up session says that he did it hmm. and then they look through his, you know his property his stuff and they find these letters letters writ- written in German and Russian and like other languages and they're like hmm this is weird because <laughs> at this point the great war is still going on I mean world war one is still raging on and will be for like six more months until like mm. November. Is that the right kind of time frame? I have no fucking clue. Like uh June late June. Late June, early July to like November Because that's when the war ended. Was in November. Either way the war was still going on. Oh yep. And they thought it was a spy for a while, so they arrested him. But then there was no evidence for him doing the kill, killing, the attack. There's no other evidence for him being a spy. So they released him. And then months later, they arrested him again. Because they thought he attacked Harriet. So he spent nine months in prison for the attack. And then he got released. Because they ruled that he didn't do it. Mm. So they thought he did do it. He arrested him for being a spy. He got out. And then they arrested him again for the attack. And then basically almost a year later released him for not doing it. Mm. But I figured they arrested him again because they needed somebody to fall for it. You know? Yeah. Somebody needed to be arrested for this kind of crime. But in the end, he got out, and Harriet had died on August fifth, August fifth, of nineteen eighteen. Two days after being operated on by doctors because she had, like, partial facial paralyzation, due to the attack. So she got surgery to get rid of this, and she died. So that's one other fatality for that. Coincidentally, though. So later that day, then, 
the evening of night of the, in the evening of nineteen eighteen. August fifth. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Anna Schneider was. What Schneider? Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. <laughs> Anna Schneider was like sleeping in her bed when she was attacked by this unknown assailant. Inside her home. Um, she was beaten in the head, pretty good. Her. I think she had like, busted up scalp and all that not scalp mm. yeah I split her scalp and then her entire face was completely bloodied over and yeah cut up and all that so the guy ran off of course and later that night her husband Ed Ed came back from work like around midnight and found her unconscious completely messed up Good thing is, she survived this. Schneider? Yeah. Schneider. Schneider. Anna Schneider survived it, and all the while she was pregnant this whole time. So she gave birth to a healthy little baby girl, like, two days after the attack. Oh, damn. It's something, huh? We fucked up, almost beaten to death, and then you give birth, like, two days later. You know how they say child labor is the worst pain you can feel? <laughs> what? Imagine being beaten in the face? Is that what you get? I just Something like that? Which one do you think hurt worse? <laughs> it's awful, I know, but I just want to know. Cause I, I, what hurts worse? Is that what you said? I couldn't. I can't imagine... Some, like. Well, I can't imagine childbirth, no. But I don't want to imagine being nearly beaten to death either. Yeah, no, I, I feel like that would be worse. Being beaten to death? Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, you can die in childbirth. Yeah. I, I think it's actually pretty common for this time, too. Dying in childbirth. When you say this time, are you talking about the 1918s? Or? Yes, 1918. Okay, I didn't know. Well, they're early 19th century. I didn't know yes. if you were talking about 2023. Nowadays, it's probably better. <laughs> that's what I was but, doing. I'm like, that's going on like right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a danger to this day. I don't know. I, still, I don't know about I that. I still but. think kicking the balls is probably worse than childbirth. What? I don't know. I don't know. You're passing a little human through your I your don't know how to imagine your your <laughs> I still don't know the urethra <laughs> the uterus not the urethra you have a urethra you don't have a uterus <laughs> We can talk about your placenta now, too. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <coughs> oh, fuck. Okay, but back to the story. So she just gave birth to it. Uh, she just gave birth to the baby girl, and they basically lived happily ever after at that point, I guess. That's something to survive. But at this point... um. The crime scene that he left on that one, too. He left, you know, 
a bloody object behind oh, okay. people to find. And his other MO, other than the act, the axe, I keep, my voice keeps breaking up no matter what. I hate it. He would have a chisel, you know, like chisel away this like panels these people would have on like back doors and all that so mm-hmm. he can get in. And then he would commit the crime. They found that kind of thing in this last one. So the police started connecting these to the previous murders and attacks. So that's the point where they're like, oh, shit. We have a guy doing this to all these people. So wait, did he beat her with an axe this time? Or what did he I say? don't think it was an axe this time. It's either this one or another murder where he like, not a murder attack like with a lamp i think Mm. that she had some like hard object you can oh yep beat people with authorities came to the conclusion that the woman was most likely attacked with a lamp that had been on the nearby table there we go definitely the breaking in kind of thing was found there but yeah the lamp was a different thing than the axe which i'm guessing He's been using axes that he finds at this scene, you know? I was going to say, it sounds like he's more using weapons of opportunity. Right. But he's Like taking, anything he can use to, like... Yeah, he's taking the tools to get in, but... Then he, like, favors the axe, but he'll use whatever he can. Just, the end point yeah. is beating the shit out of these people. Which she was in an apartment, so I doubt she would have an axe in that apartment. Yeah, so. it'd be kind of weird if yeah. you have your axe in your apartment. Which, I mean, one, you said the grocer yeah. had an axe in his house. Yep. Yeah, and the axe in the apartment there. Hmm. Hmm? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. This is, like, back in the day. I don't know yeah. what they all use these axes for yeah, in I these guess cities. Yeah, like, a person having a chainsaw in their house. Or in their, not in their garage. Not in their garage? No, in their garage. Not in the house, in the garage. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think garages were really a thing here anyway. Yeah, so. So you'd have to keep it somewhere. You might as well just keep it in your house, right? In case you need it. Yeah. For whatever, I guess. When you need an axe in the big city. Where's the best spot to put shit? Under the bed, so. I, I guess so. Yeah. That's where you keep your trunks and all that shit. Yeah, full of axes. all right well the next attack came five days later so not much of a cool off period for this guy when it comes to this one um on august 10th there was an elderly man by the name of joseph romano who was attacked in his home and had received a very severe blow to his head. So once again, the bludgeoning with an object. But this time, he had nieces in the neighboring apartment who heard the noise. Their names Pauline and Mary. So they heard the commotion and they went over to his home. You know, knock, no answer, go on in. They found him sprawled, all bloody. And then they catch this guy, the person who just attacked him running out and they just saw enough where they basically just saw what they called a dark dark skinned heavy set man fleeing the scene 
So that was about... Who wore a dark suit and a slouched hat. Yeah, pretty much. Which could kind of be anyone. Yeah. In that kind of time. So there was that. I believe he lived. I am not... Died two years... Two days later. Due to severe. Oh, he died? Yeah. Um, yeah, must be one of these other victims I'm thinking about. But I guess he did die then. Yeah, severe head trauma. Really? I made it to the... It says he was severely injured, but he's able to walk to the ambulance. And then died two days later. Nice. Probably wouldn't be able to walk up, but just like... <clears throat> passed out or something. Couldn't imagine that kind of thing happening, oh, I guess. But yeah. So this attack, you know, basically goes in the news and... Everybody in New Orleans at this point start to fucking panic, you know? As anyone would, I guess. There's been multiple murders, multiple attacks with this guy breaking into people's homes and just wailing on them with whatever he can use. I'd be terrified. So then, as of... And this is interesting to me, I guess... The last attack here was August 10 of 1918. Yeah. The next attack that... The next confirmed attack, I should say, is March 10 of 1919. Yeah. That's a long time for a cool-off period. Well, I was just reading that they had a John Dantino. John Dantonio? Yeah. Yeah, the retired police officer. Yeah. The detective. He came in and said, like, he thinks it could be the guy that was killing people in the 1911. Right, the spree that New Orleans also had in 1911. And all this shit, like, um, dual personalities, or, yeah, described the potential killer as an individual of dual personalities who's killed without motive. This type of individual would most likely be like a law-abiding citizen, normal, he just hasn't overcome, he was often overcome by an overwhelming desire to kill. Described him as a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So I feel like... It's kind of a prevalent theory there for that. And a lot of killers, you know, have that kind of thing going for them, you know? On the outside, you know... public everyone else around them normal people you know yeah you can't pick them out in a crowd they're just your average joe but then you know obviously on the inside they're just complete monsters yeah like they always interview the neighbor like oh did you know you're living next to this killer like i just a normal guy bill always came over for barbecues amazing potato salad amazing potato salad <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, no, Bill. Yeah, fuck guy, fuck that guy. Oh my <laughs> he god. He always stared at my wife. <laughs> Saw him skinning a scroll once. <laughs> Jeez, it's gonna be like that lady who lived next to Jeffrey Dahmer. Have you heard that? Oh my gosh, this lady lived the next Jeffrey Dahmer, and they caught him. And like people, like reporters or police or someone, interviewed her. He was like, no, he just seemed like a normal dude. Place smelled a little. 
but he just seemed, you know, to himself, fine. He gave me a sandwich once. Oh. I don't know if that was a person or not. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. You gotta live with that. <laughs> like, you had no idea you might have eaten human meat or not. I mean, like, yeah, would anybody know? These people, nobody knows until, like, yeah. they they strike. Like, they do something. Or they get caught. Yeah. You have no idea. But yeah, I feel like, for a normal guy, the reason I feel like there could be a big difference between August 10th and... And March, March of 1919. Yeah, was it March 10th? March 10th. Just because he felt like police were getting hot on his trails. They found out he was, or they speculated he was the guy from 1911. And if he was, I think I'd go in hiding. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but other than that, they don't have anything on him. No. They weren't even close to getting him. So I would imagine, I would imagine, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a lot of heavy set. Uh, dark-skinned people back then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either that or... I have no idea. Maybe he went somewhere else. Maybe he just had one of those periods, you know. <laughs> he had a come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those long periods that some killers have where they just go dormant. Yeah. Right? They don't kill for whatever reason. Well, either way, anyway, he started up again. So March 10 of 1919, uh, he attacked another Italian immigrant by the name of Charles Cordomiglia. That's my best guess, yeah. Cordomiglia. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, as well as his wife, Rosie in their home at night so they were both I, I don't know probably lounge around in their home they had a two year old daughter there with them she was you know happily sleeping in her mother's arms but then the uh, the act man attacked broke into the house attacked him attacked her and then left um, left both the adults with skull fractures, bleeding all over. But sadly enough, the daughter did not survive. The two adults survived, but not the daughter. Oh, fuck. She received, like, a blow to the neck. I don't know if it was, like, a full-on axe blow or is like, just the blunt force of hitting a two-year-old in the neck. But must have, I don't know, snapped the neck or severed it, and she just... She died in her mother's arms while sleeping. Fuck. So, yeah, there's that. It's a pretty bad attack. Kill yeah. a two-year-old kid. No bueno. Anyway. <laughs> so, about three days later, on March 13, 1919, um, that day the newspapers put out a letter. And it was, I suppose, a letter written by the killer himself, putting out to the newspapers that described that he would kill again about 15 minutes after midnight if 
people wouldn't play jazz music in their homes or have like jazz parties of any kind. Right. And I can read the letter here. Yeah. And hear it. All right. So this is strictly from the letter. Hell. March 13, 1919. Esteemed mortal. They have never caught me and they never will. They have never seen me for I am invisible, even as the ether that surrounds your earth. I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you Orleanians and your foolish police call the Axeman. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, besmeared with blood and brains of who, of he whom I have sent below to keep me company. If you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. I don't know what that means. But tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the axeman. I don't think there is any need of such a warning, for I feel sure the police will always dodge me, as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. Burn. <laughs> Undoubtedly, you Orleanians think of me as a most horrible murderer, which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted to. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could slay thousands of your best citizens, for I am in close re relations with the angel of death. Now, to be exact, at 12.15, earthly time, on next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared, in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going, well then, so much the better for you people. One thing is certain. And that is that some of your people who do not jazz it out on that specific Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, and it is about time I leave your earthly home, I will cease my discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee. I have been, am, and will be the worst spirit that ever existed, either in fact or realm of fantasy. The axe, man. So that was the letter. What a fucking weirdo. I know. I... <laughs> must have been a real hoot to be around if he writes like this. <laughs> no, I mean, shit. what the hell? <laughs> no shit, I'd just go around and start talking to people and if anybody talked like that, I would have been like, yeah, no, you're fucking coming with me. <laughs> I mean, it's super weird. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah. A little bit. He'd be great at D&D. &D. <laughs> <laughs> he just might be. Meet the Axeman Dungeon Master. 
god. So weird. You keep talking about axes. (laughs) Why do you keep bringing up axes? (laughs) We know you're a demon. We get it. No, dude. I don't want to hear your fucking jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Quit talking about jazz. (laughs) Not that good. (laughs) Oh, then you get the axe. (laughs) All of a sudden, he just pulls out an axe like, dude, dude. Sorry. (laughs) You want my axe? Actually, that's a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kills you. Well, everyone read the letter, obviously. And then, <laughs> basically, almost every place that has jazz music, in every jazz band, in almost every home, there's jazz music playing. Nice. Like, everybody <clears throat> played jazz music the whole time. By the end of the night, nobody was murdered. Kept his promise. So, after that, on August 10th of 1919, there was a grocer by the name of Steve Boca. He was attacked in his home while in bed sleeping. Uh, he received a pretty serious blow to the head. His skull had been cracked open. Killer ran. And then uh, he ran to the neighbor's house for help. With the skull, like, completely crushed. Oh, fuck. So it's like, you gotta help me. It's like bleeding everywhere. Luckily enough, he actually survived the attack, and he recovered. So, yeah. Holy shit. I don't know. How do you recover from having your, like, no shit. skull like broken shit. a lot in? of these people should have died. Yeah. I don't especially know how. back then. Especially back then. Medicine wasn't the best. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the best. Which is, yeah, I don't know how you survive, like, something like that. Yeah. Like, a complete crack to the head. But somehow, you recover. So this guy did. So then, I guess, on September 3rd of 1919, there was a woman named Cyril Lawman. She was also attacked in her apartment. Which is, Mm. you know, of course, contributing to the running thing with these people's home invasion. Piano taken out of the back door, snuck in, bludgeoned this woman. So, neighbors heard noises. Um, heard noises? Either that or, you know, she wasn't seen for a while, so it was like, is she okay? Knocking on the door, mm-hmm. no response, broke in. Found her unconscious in her bed. Her face was so bloody they couldn't really tell anything at that point, but she had suffered... A really bad hit to the head and repeated hits to her face. Like, she had teeth that were, like, completely knocked out of her mouth. Oh, fuck. Like, that badly hit. And a bloody axe was actually found on the lawn. Like, the apartments, I'm guessing, apartment complex. And then on the lawn, there's the bloody axe. Mm. I believe she survived. Yeah, she survived that. And she couldn't remember a single thing about it. Which is in its way a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Because you don't want to remember something like that. Fuck. Axes are meant to cut down a goddamn tree. This guy. (laughs) Yeah, cut down a tree, not people, right? (laughs) Like, 
But even one swing from an axe, I feel like, would do some damage. That would do massive damage. So I don't know. So either this guy doing. couldn't fucking swing an axe. They probably didn't know how to use an axe. I have no idea. Oh my god! I a couple imagine. swings of that, you could probably cut someone's head off. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. If it's sharp enough, I guess. I don't know how he's using it. it doesn't even matter if it's sharp. But you use enough force. Maybe he's using the butt end of it. Yeah. Like you know the other side of the yeah. sharp end. You know, like. Because I mean, fuck trees. I mean, those are hard, and you can get through a tree with an axe. A human neck, like. Or skulls. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those are... Can't be that much harder than a tree. Human bone is actually really hard. I know, but not... But as not as hard as a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like cutting down a tree, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, he has to be doing something either wrong, or he's just not, like, using it the way... Yeah. Somebody thought he would. <laughs> he figured the way he used an axe is using the other end of it. Yeah. I keep cutting myself on the asses. How do you use these things? Why this? Why, why the fuck won't this tree go down? <laughs> it's just beating it with the wooden end of it. <laughs> what against what? I thought it would work. Yeah. So that was that attack. And I guess really on October 27 of 1919. A Mike Pepitone. 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 I don't know how to say it. Forgive me if I say it wrong. But Mike Pepitone was murdered in his bed. On his bed. <laughs> I hate myself. I hate what my voice does to me. <laughs> he was murdered in his bed. He was murdered in his bed at night. Um, his wife heard noises. A lot of these cases, it's just like these people hear these noises, they come in, and he runs. Like, I don't know if he realizes that he makes all these noises, and these people come in, and he's like, oh, shit. And then he runs, or what? But they make all these noises. His wife comes in. She sees him on the bed, all bloody, of course, because he got yeah cut up. And she catches the guy running away. A large, heavy-set man. Obviously, like, darker clothing. Um, can't say really anything else about it, I don't yeah. think. Because it happens so fast. But he flees, and she finds him on the bed, you know, bleeding profusely. He hit him so much that he sprayed blood, like, everywhere. Yeah. On the bed, on the walls, ceiling, all of that. Like, savage attacking him. Sadly, he did not survive at all. And as far as so everyone would. She came into the room after he got beat. Did they not sleep in the same bed? I guess he was sleeping and she was doing something else. I have no idea. Huh? She wasn't in the room. And then it happened. She came in the room. Yeah. Found him like that. So I'm not sure about the circumstances around the pre-killing <laughs> yeah and as of as far as everyone knows that was the last murder attributed to the Axeman no one's seen anything like it since nobody's heard of this guy I mean nothing connecting to anyone known it's 
still one of those big mysteries that no one's ever solved and probably never will at this point. We will never find out who the Axeman is. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, that was that part. There's that. Yep. Energy <laughs> for facts. Yeah, I guess we'll move on to facts. Who wants to go first? I can. Okay. You can. I can. Okay. Oh, no, never mind. I can. It finally loaded. <laughs> <clears throat> so, the guillotine. Yeah. Like the chop your head off shit. Or, right, you put your neck on a block and, like, low, drop, drop the blade. blade. Yeah. yeah. So, in. 1266, back in uh, Fontenay-aux-Roses, France, okay. there was a killing. Okay. It was overseen by the monk, by the monks of Saint Genevieve. Okay. And the person or the one that was getting beheaded hmm. was being. No, never mind, never mind. I'm right, yeah. So it was for eating a child. Eating a child? Yeah. What? Like, oh my gosh. The perpetrator? A person. Yeah, the perpetrator ate a small child. Yeah, it was a pig. What? They beheaded a pig. They beheaded a pig. For eating a child. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, that must be a nightmare for the child. Nonetheless, the pig. (laughs) Jeez. They beheaded a pig. Yep. On the guillotine. And I guess they did it a lot back then. They guillotined a lot of pigs? A lot of animals. But <laughs> it also says, like, back in medieval Europe, nobody got executioned without a trial. <laughs> so they put a bunch <laughs> of pigs on trial. Yeah, they put a pig on trial. They put... they. It said they did it with a lot of animals. But, yeah, pig <laughs> got the... With a lot of animals? What the fuck is happening? I don't know. All these I, animals committing crimes? They must. What are they doing? Money laundering? <laughs> all this shit? <laughs> Petty it's, theft? It said they even <laughs> killed a bull one time. Killed a bull. Yeah, because they got sent for execution. But but yeah, no, a pig got beheaded one time because it ate a child. Jesus. I didn't know that's why when I looked up the fact, I thought it did something like petty shit. But no, I guess it ate a child. I, it ate a small child. It didn't say small, but... I'm well, it guessing. must have been a small child. I mean, a pig. A pig can eat a human. Or a full-sized human. Well, they can, yeah. But, I mean, I'm guessing it was, like, one of the domesticated pigs. I don't know. I mean, domesticated pig can eat humans, Which is really pigs. They can eat humans, but they're not going to take down a fully grown man. No. Not unless they're, like, really hungry or something, yeah. I guess. could have been. I mean, a small child... Is... I think it's obvious at this point to say... A small child is an easier target than a grown-ass man. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. But, yeah. I think pigs will eat everything but... Fuck. I don't yep. remember what it is. Pigs are not harmless. <laughs> no. They, they're they not. They'll they even, will eat us if they can. They even eat the bone. Pigs eat the bone? Yeah. Huh. Crazy. I think it's they eat everything but the shoes. There's a Clone of Minds episode about that, but I don't remember if the shoes were trophies. 
I'm not sure if I would trust criminal minds on that, though. I know there's one thing a pig can't eat. You, you want to look that up, I'll go? Yep. This one kind of makes you nervous. One in 50 people in the United States have unruptured brain aneurysms. So, it's around 6.5 million people just walking around brain with brain aneurysms Damn. that have not, you know, popped off, mm. so to speak. They have not ruptured. So any given moment, these people are just walking around. Their aneurysms, your aneurysms in their brain, that not ruptured, just go up at any moment, and they have like a fifty percent chance of dying, and a good percent chance of not even making it to the hospital to live. That's just scary to me. So I guess that's my creepy ass fact oh I should have paired this one I saw with your pig beheading because it was common for people to get executioned by guillotine and after being decapitated you know yeah, our brains can be conscious for like up to like a minute or so after that happens yeah. so we can literally watch your body be yeah. cut open not cut open your head can literally sit in the basket and look at the rest of your body <laughs> before you realize what's happening. Imagine just sitting there going, boo. <laughs> boo? Yeah, boo to the executioner. Oh. <laughs> the guy just stayed right you and you just go, boo. He goes to pick up the basket and you're like, ah! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> but no, so it's pigs can eat everything but the hair and teeth. Hair and teeth? Yep. They won't eat that or they can't? They won't. They won't. Or can't. I don't know. Weird that they don't eat teeth, that they eat bone. I think it's because they're too small. They can't really chew them. They can't chew them? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. But, yep. Weird. I imagine hair being like... <laughs> choking on that. Yeah, get a hairball. Yeah. Hairball. <laughs> well, yeah. lovely thoughts, lovely thoughts. There we have it. Yep. <laughs> That's our episode. The New Orleans Axe Man. Great yep. stuff. Ready to go get a beer? Yeah, let's do it. I need one. Yep. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no.